0: Talk herdy to me, taking a deep dive into border collies and other herding breeds, helping you play to their strengths, minimize their weaknesses and understand their quirks. Listen in to learn for leading training and behavior experts on how to set your dog up for success, understand your urban herder more and hit those training goals. Hello and welcome back to Talk Herdy to Me, the podcast where we maximise their strengths, minimise their weaknesses. Mm. Hello and welcome back to Talk Herdy to Me, the podcast where we place their strengths, minimise their weaknesses and understand their quirks. And today we're gonna be giving you some tips and tricks to be helping your collie through the festive period. First things first, we wanna say Merry Colliemas, and a happy new year. Um, we are so excited to bring this to you because we absolutely love Christmas. It is our favourite time of the year, although Christmas be, can be quite a stressful time for our pets. It's a lot of change, it's a lot of upheaval, a lot of different things in the home, people coming and going, routines changing, and that can be quite a lot for a lot of collies. Some collies thrive off routine, and this can make the festive period particularly challenging for those dogs especially if you have a dog that's kind of in a really set routine where they get up at a certain time, they are walked at a certain time, they're fed at a certain time every single day, that all of a sudden you come to uh, Christmas where all of a sudden you are home from work most of the time, you are getting up later, you are staying out later, um, and your dog keeps coming to you at a specific time pestering you to be fed or to be walked. And this can be quite a difficult thing for a lot of dogs. So what we can do is help them out by trying to keep their routine as much as possible in terms of trying to sort of keep their walks at a similar time, keep their feeding at a similar time. If you're out for certain portions of the day, making sure that they're napping for those points of the day and they have quiet and peace for that time, if possible, Um, because not getting enough rest for some dogs can also cause a little bit of stress especially if you've got a young puppy a tired puppy can generally become crabby and bitey and bark it and a little bit of a nuisance so making sure if you do have a younger dog that they are getting enough rest because while you're at work would be generally when they are sleeping so if you're home all the time that they are actually switching off and getting that rest that they need another thing to sort of consider is in the build up to christmas you're probably quite likely to put up some decorations. Now for most dogs this might not cause any issues but for some dogs the change of such novelty in the environment can be quite stressful and if you do have one of those dogs that really does struggle with change putting your tree up in sort of a systematic fashion so rather than just throwing it up one day bring it out a few days at a time so start with bringing the base out and then maybe putting half the tree up and the full tree and adding lights in if you um tinsel baubles whatever you like whatever you want to decorate your tree with um and build it out systematically um on the flip side if you have a dog that loves um getting into stuff you'll have a completely different set of issues so if you have um a dog who is likely to steal things from the tree and stuff like that it's about putting in consistent boundaries or making sure that there is a barrier or something in place so that they can't get to your tree and ruin it. Um, We want to make sure that if you are putting lights and stuff up, that the lights, wires are kind of tucked away and out of the way, especially if you have a young dog or a puppy. last thing we want is for our puppy to chew through the wires and end up hurting themselves, and then you having to buy a whole new set of Christmas lights. If you do have a dog that has a tendency to shadow chase or light chase, maybe foregoing some of the Christmas lights would be a benefit um when I put my tree up I always make sure that there's kind of a real clear thing of the decorations aren't toys um so I when I get my decorations and things out I don't mind my dogs getting involved in terms of coming around and fussing with us but if they start to pick things up I will give them I will either say drop or leave depending what they're doing and I work on having them to settle and, and ignore the tree. If they go towards the tree, I'll ask them to leave and come away. Um, so they're learning that basically they just need to ignore the tree in the same way they do with every other bit of furniture in my house. Um, the tree is not for them, basically. When I do put my presents, as I start to put my presents under the tree, I am quite selective as to which ones I put under I make sure that I don't put any food or anything like that under the tree. Because the last thing I want to do is while I'm out or not in the room, my dogs go under the tree and eat something that they shouldn't. Um, So I make sure that all my food-based presents are up out of the way. Um, And I always ask if people bring me presents, is there any food in this? Because if they are, they go up out of the way until the big day, at which point they're opened on the big day. So we've started to build up to the festivities and it's finally Christmas day. Ah, so exciting. But what can this mean for our dogs? So the first thing we generally do, if you're anything like me, you wake up super early, you you run downstairs to open your presents. Um, And opening presents can be really good fun to do with your dog. One of my favourite tips and tricks is when I'm wrapping my presents for my dogs, I will put a couple of treats inside the present um, and then I'll wrap it up and what I can do is then it encourages my dogs to open their own gifts so there's nothing cuter I personally think than my dogs opening their own gifts they get a couple of treats and they get a toy to play with my favorite tricks is I will always buy them one new toy each Christmas Um, and we have a toy rotation system in my house because I have so many dog toys and they do not need them out all the time so I will have a box of toys in our back kitchen um, and we have about 10 out in the main living room and every sort of month or two I will take the 10 toys away unless they have something that's super like is their favorite favorite toy um, and I rotate them around with whatever's in the box in the back kitchen and what I'll do around Christmas is I will go and pick a couple of toys that I know are firm favorites out of the back kitchen that they haven't had in a little while and I'll just wrap them up put a couple of treats in and um, while I'm wrapping, so that they can have, unwrap and have something fun on the day. I generally also quite like to get them some form of chews or something like that, so that on the Christmas day itself, I can give them them and I know that they'll kind of be busy with having their chews um, that they've, they've got. Um, and I can have five minutes' peace to eat my dinner or have a drink or play a game or something like that. I also, before Christmas Day even comes, I work on a super solid settle with my dog so that I just have nice, snoozy collies. Um, whenever I am getting my dogs to unwrap their own gifts, I always make sure that the paper I use is dog friendly and dog safe. Um, if you are anything, like my mum who doesn't like the dogs to rip up their papers into tiny little smithereens once the dog has kind of got their um toy out you can get rid of the paper my mum is super organized and always has a black bag to hand so that when we open our gifts we can just give her the wrapping paper and put it straight in the bag Um, at which point our dogs then don't shred the paper and it saves a whole lot of stress for my mum so if you are anything like my mum make sure that you are prepared have a bag ready to put the wrapping paper in so that your dog doesn't chew it up if you are given any get edible gifts or anything like that make sure that they are when you unwrap them they're put up out of the way because you might be busy unwrapping other stuff and we don't want our dogs to sneakily come in and eat any of your gifts um again if you are given anything super lovely like design handbags nice pair of shoes something like that again put them up out of the way just to make sure our dogs don't get hold of them or chew them by accident generally after we've opened our gifts we generally go out for a nice big walk um this is kind of good for us because it gives me opportunity to kind of have a moment of peace and quiet and de-stress with my dogs before the rest of the big day comes in but it also tires my dogs out so that they're nice and snoozy for most of the day um my dog's we work on settles because in the home I like snoozy dogs um, and we have a whole um, whole module on this in our Collie Collective. Um, but I always recommend working on doing some settles and stuff before the big day so that it just becomes part of their life to just switch off and relax. Generally after our walk we will then either have people come over or we will go to other, another person's home like my mum or my mother-in-law's. And this can cause a lot of stress having visitors or being or visiting someone else's house um so the sort of things that we have to kind of make sure we put in place for our dogs to make sure that they can enjoy Christmas as well obviously if they're going to a home that they know and they visit res- regularly you kind of know what they're going to be like but if you're going somewhere new make sure that you take a bed or a crate or something that they sleep on so that they have somewhere safe to go to that you can create them a little safe space If you're staying in the home and you have lots of people over, make sure that they have free access to their safe space should they need it. If they do come over to you for support or cuddles and things like that, make sure that you're there to support them should they need it. Like I said earlier, I generally like to give my dogs some chews or enrichment activities for in their stockings and stuff, which I then generally get out later in the day. Um, Occasionally I will, or not occasionally, every Christmas, I will always prepare my freezer and have it full of enrichment um, cons and snakes and things like that so that when it gets to around the festive period I'm not having to spend all the time preparing this stuff it's already pre-ready and made and I can just literally go and grab it and give it to my dogs um, so being prepared really is key Again, if you have got visitors coming over or you the visitees, um, make sure that your dog's boundaries are being kept. So if your dog and you're around children and or drunk people and your dog does take themselves off, make sure that their boundary is being met and kept where the kids aren't following or the drunk people aren't following your dog. They're leaving your dog to have their space should they require it. Um I generally like the three-second rule. So I say, oh, do you mind just petting my dog for three seconds and pulling your hands away? If the dog walks off it's a really good indication that actually the dog's had enough if the dog stares and tries to initiate more interaction and attention then you can tell that they're enjoying it but this is just a really simple way for you to tell whether actually this is something your dog is enjoying or whether they're actually they're kind of stuck there and they don't want to be there so the three second interactions work really well and it's something super simple that you can even do with kids um old people whoever um so it's something that is really sort of universal and easy to do generally after we've gone to whoever's house and we've got in and we've met a hundred people or whoever how many are there because my husband's family generally like a big christmas um and there's generally quite a few dogs especially for my youngest pup that's going to be quite a lot so i work on it, teaching him to settle on lead so that he can have his greet and he can um meet other dogs and meet the people and have a bit of fun but when he's getting to that point where I know he's tired and he needs to switch off but he can't quite do it for himself because he's only a puppy and he struggles with self-regulation and it's totally normal I'm there to kind of step in and I do it in the most minimally effort way possible so we've taught him that if he goes on his lead and I put my foot on his lead that means that you just switch off and chill out and generally I don't need to use it at home anymore he is pretty chilled at home but if we go to new and different environments and there's a lot going on sometimes he can struggle to switch off and teaching him this um has really kind of saved the day multiple times so this is kind of my go-to especially with really young dogs to teach them to be able to switch off if I put the foot on the lead and just so I can support them and generally once he's switched off that's it he'll snooze for a few hours and and I'm, I'm all good again Um, But doing that preparation and doing some settled training, teaching them these boundaries and these these tips and tricks um, are really sort of key for you being able to enjoy your day and actually have the time to spend with your family, um, watching TV, playing games, doing whatever it is that you do. Food is quite a big part of Christmas Day for us especially. Um, I love my food and I love full roast dinner Christmas dinner style foods it is my comfort food uh when I traveled Australia whenever I used to get homesick I used to make myself a tray of Yorkshire puddings and gravy and I used to sit and eat Yorkshire puddings and gravy by myself um when I was really homesick so this is really like my comfort food and I love it but some of the festive food that we generally get is totally toxic to dogs um one year Jasper, who is my absolute soul dog, he ate a pound of Christmas cake. We'd left it on the, um, I think he was only about nine months old. Um, We'd left it on the coffee table and it was at collie nose height and he'd stuck it and eaten it. And if you know anything about Christmas cake, it is covered in brandy and alcohol and is full of um, raisins and dried fruits and things, which are all totally toxic to dogs. So we had to go and take him to the vets to have him throw up And then he had to eat charcoal and it was very stressful and he was pretty damn miserable throughout it. So just be proactive and avoid things. We will be posting a list of safe foods as well as unsafe foods. So if you do want to give your dog a little mini Christmas dinner, um, you totally can. Just make sure there's certain things you want to avoid. Again, around Christmas, we generally start to bring certain plants into the house Um, such as holly mistletoe poisonetta and ivy. now these are toxic to dogs if ingested so if you do bring them into your house make sure they're up out of the way and if they start to shed berries or leaves and things that we pick them up straight away and we don't let our dogs have them if you are concerned that your dog may have eaten one take them to the vet or seek veterinary advice obviously um, another thing to sort of consider is the noise a lot of these dogs can be quite sound sensitive and if you do have a dog that is sound sensitive um, things such as crackers the bangs in the crackers can be quite stressful for these dogs if you know that your dog um, struggles around bonfire night and things like that something really simple that you can do is take the snapper out of the cracker um, just by removing that little snap in the middle so that you can still enjoy crackers without stressing your dog out is something so little and so minor but it really can make a big impact on these dogs because if you're around a table of 10 people, that's 10 bangs that your dog's going to have to go through. So if you just remove it, it completely eradicates the issue. If you're in an area that generally has fireworks, um, you, unless generally with fireworks, you want to be doing desensitisation kind of months in advance. Um, but if you haven't had the chance or you didn't know or whatever, um, you can do certain things. So when they are going off putting on um, pets, classical music can help drown it out um one of the things i've had with clients that have worked really well is a thunder jacket or like a schnood around their ears um most clients have just used an old big sock which we've cut the end off and put over the dog's head um making sure that they have access to their safe space so if they want to hide they can hide if they want to sit and like be comforted by you allow them to do that because obviously it's really really stressful and they totally do not understand bonfire night or fireworks or anything like that. To them, it's kind of like Armageddon. So I think it's our—it's only fair as their owners that we do support them um, through that. But what are the signs to kind of look for with a stressed dog? So different dogs can look different when they are stressed. This isn't like the dog has to be expressing all of these to be stressed. And then some of these alone don't necessarily mean that your dog is stressed. So for a lot of dogs, it could be barking, panting, pacing, restlessness, inability to settle um, if they start to hide or become more vocal, like whining and things like that. If they become really clingy and um, starts sticking to your leg or starts trying to try and hide under you. Don't try and push them off. They're trying to look for support. Um, you may find that dogs who are fully toilet trained start toilet in the house, um, and again, you may get some destructive behaviour. If you have, for example, a puppy who is semi toilet trained and starts defecating in the house a little bit more over the festive period, you may find that it's the change of routine, or it could be that you're just a little bit less on the ball. Um, in terms of if you're busy with Christmas day and getting busy you just may not have noticed some of the signs that they're trying to give you so don't necessarily mean that just because your dog is doing one or a couple of these things that they are stressed it may just be something else as well um but look out for anything out of character and try and figure out what it is that is stressing them out um because it may be the people it could be sound it could be anything so try and deduce what it is and then see if there's any way that you can support them christmas should be a time of fun for everybody not of stress and fear and things like that if you do think your dog is just going to be completely overwhelmed by christmas day it may be kinder to leave them at home and go back and check in them or just go out for a few hours and then go back to them um Because obviously we don't want to have a stressed dog and also you don't want to be stressed yourself because it's not nice to have your dog worried and stressed out by something. So there's loads of kind of things to think about with Christmas and with your dogs and your collies. Um, You also may find that movement may come into it a house full of people, lots of, especially if you've got kids and they're playing with toys, that you may find that your dog starts to herd stuff. Um, So it's kind of being mindful of this. And if your kids are playing in the living room and you know that they're playing with balls or cars and that's winding your dog up, bringing them into the kitchen to help you um, to be with you while you cook and removing them from the situation, because it's, it's a really specific kind of day. In terms of it you're completely different to the normal generally, and um, that removing them um and 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 just making life as easy as possible so that everybody can enjoy the day. Um as well as being mindful of if you have got a collie who isn't around children a lot and you have got lots of children coming around, making sure that not only that you have consistent boundaries with your dog and the children understand those, um, and making sure that if they need time out, they do get that but if your dog does start to show any stress remember to just take a step back and think okay how is my dog feeling um they will try their best to tell you and if not you will need to sort of help out and um figure it out for yourself and by taking time to understand how your dog can feel better and happier will make christmas stress-free for not just them but also for you and it also makes it safe um you should be able to enjoy yourself over the festive period and it's time for relaxation enjoying your family and having fun and that should be the case for you and your dog and we hope you have the best Christmas and we look forward to seeing you in the new year